listening to Good Guys Talk Back with your hosts, Nick Morowski and Pat Hester. Follow us on Twitter at Good Guys TV or on Facebook at Good Guys Talk Back. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to episode 63 of Good Guys Talk Back. This is a very fan-centric, blue-collar Chicago White Sox podcast. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, where have you been? Uh, just kidding. Uh, you've got a, a great Sox podcast here, in my personal opinion, and uh, hopefully you enjoy this content. If you've been with us for a while, thanks for coming back. You can find this podcast anywhere you find your podcast, simply subscribe, and every new episode will come into that inbox. I am Nick Morawski, and we've got a lot uh, to break down in this past uh, Cubs Sack series. You are feeling good as a fan. I'm feeling good. Looking forward to talking about it. Need to bring in uh, my co-host, uh, Pat Hester. Hello. Nick, is there anything better in life than spanking around <laughs> the Cubs yeah uh, and I get it we you know we'll talk yeah. about what happened today you know they they lost today two to one and, and you know that's that's unfortunate it is what it is but you know when you come out and you you royally take yeah. them out to the woodshed and beat yeah. the living hell out of them both offensively with your pitching staff and and you even throw mm-hmm. a little defense in there I mean you know I I, I you know, we leave a little bit of a bad taste in our mouth, but it's fantastic to take two out of three from those <laughs> jerks. And, uh, and, and, you, you know, we had won seven games in a row up until today. And, you know, the, the, you know, immediate future is yeah, very bright for us. So I'm excited to talk yeah. about it. I'm excited to recap it. And I'm excited yeah, to be back with you, Yeah, it is great to hear your voice. And uh, things are trending in the right direction. Um, I think you hit on it right there. Uh this the 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 future is bright. The present is bright uh, for this for the Sox team, and it, it was on display. It really was on display all weekend uh, in different moments and different parts, uh, especially with Cease, which we'll talk about. But uh, you're right. Friday and Saturday is just a drubbing. Um, so uh, this is uh, Sunday, August twenty third, twenty twenty. State of the Sox goes a little something like this. Uh, 17 and 12, not too bad. Two games back of the Twins in the AL Central. Uh, seven and three in the last 10 games with a plus 30 run differential. Uh, it's one of the best in the league. And they just took two of three uh, from the Cubs in Wrigley. Uh, a seven game winning streak was just snapped, uh, Pat. Uh, 27 home runs in seven games, which is an MLB record. Well, it's that was. I mean, it was just amazing, and we'll. I'm, I know yeah, we're going to talk about yeah. you here in a little bit, um, but the power that was on display and the way the guys that can swing this bat again. I've talked about it. You know, we we'll, we'll go back to a couple weeks. Well, several weeks ago now, what I was most looking forward to mm-hmm. and it was this lineup and seeing what he can do. And I'll go back to that every time. And you saw a glimpse of that, even when Mankata isn't is out yeah. in the game and not yeah. feeling himself yeah. and swinging the and, bat and, the way and, he can, even when we have a a, a chasm yeah. of a right well, fielder that you know is just a, a, a you know my 
you know, I, I, I put my double down. Yeah, you're money not on, on the hook for that guy. anymore, by the way, but we are going to talk about him in a bit. Oh, but, Lord. Uh, uh, and, and even when you've got some things not clicking on all cylinders, I mean, you've got enough people in this lineup to where you can just yeah. mash the ball. And you, I mean, yeah. wow. I mean, you just sat back and just look yeah. at it and go, wow. It's great. You go back to the mm-hmm. Tigers series and, and the 27 mm-hmm. uh, home runs, and it's um, it, it's yeah, exciting. These, as a and fan. these uh, so. past eight games, well, the seven game win streak, uh, they out homered opponents 27 to 2. And now 67% of runs scored via home runs. Now that is awesome uh, for ratings. That's, uh, you know, as a fan, you love that, especially with these guys in the power surge that they just almost feed off of each other uh, and try to one up each other because uh, they come in bunches when it happens. Uh, I do want to see some balance. If I'm going to rain on anything, it's just the manufacturing of runs. And I'd like to see a little bit more balance, but like that's nitpicky stuff right now when you're just pounding the ball 450 into the bleachers uh, out of that stadium this weekend. Yeah, I can't get I can't get too upset about it. I understand that. It's like, okay, well, is that the only way we're going to be able to score runs? And again, today would have been a nice day for a nice, you know, opposite field, you know, base hit over the second baseman's head to score a run when we needed it. You know, that'd been great. But uh, you know, that's this is the uh, the formula of how the Twins won the division yeah. last year. You know, they right. were mashing the ball, and that's how. The Yankees of years past have, have won their division year after year, and it's mashing the ball. So, again, I'll I'm I'll be more concerned when we talk run differential, which you just brought up, and and if we're not, you know, a, a good in the, in the top, you know, ten in in that department, uh, I'm not so much we're, worried we're about how we score the runs at this point. As long as we're scoring differential runs. right now in MLB, we're higher than Cleveland. Uh, we're just a half game back yeah. uh, behind them. The thing with the Twins, you know, they they out-homered the world last year. But then you have to go to postseason. You know, what, what did you do in the postseason? You know, um, and that for them, it was pitching. They had they had problems with pitching. I don't think that's a problem for the 2020 Sox right now. Uh, that, is, that has come Not around. right now, Nick. It's not. It, it's got enough depth and you can mix and match enough right now. You know, well, again, I, I say this. We're, we're, I'm sure we'll talk yeah, about Ronaldo yeah, Lopez. Yeah, I, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought that was going to be a disaster and a comedy of errors, if you will. It wasn't. And and Gio Gonzalez filling a great role of, of being a long man out, yeah. of, out of the pen and, and filling that role. And then you've got a guy like Keiko, who's just a stud yeah. right now, yeah. and Giolito, as long as McCann's behind the plate, who's also your ace yeah. of the staff. Um, you know, and Cease doing mm-hmm. what he did today. I mean, he only gave up yeah, two runs. Uh, uh, he could have yeah, very easily I mean, won six that. Six innings, four hits, two earned runs, three walks, five strikeouts. Not a bad line. Uh, he was pumping in the high 90s. The, there was definitely an adrenaline there uh, because of, you know, the history and him being sent over in 2017 in the Quintana Alloy deal. Uh, this was his first time pitching against the Cubs in an, you know, in an actual uh, game that counts. Uh, I think he did. I think he did really well. You know, he was into the hundreds, maybe 102, 103. Uh, whenever Schwarber took him deep, you know, you can dissect that it, from a fan's perspective, Pat, what, before the Schwarber at bat, what were you thinking about? Um, you know, 
give him the hook, leave him in, test test him against Schwarber? What were your thoughts? Yeah, I um, I probably thought you know, again, I'm a I'm a guy that subscribes to the uh, pamphlet that Steve Stone puts out, and Stoney was saying. He was, you could hear it in his voice. He was questioning why there's nobody up in the pen ready to go. You know, so if it's apparent to him, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that that signals something like, oh boy. And, and, you know, sure enough, as usual, he's right. And uh, I I think it was before the Schwerber at bat. I think it was a couple guys before Schwerber got up there. But, you know, he was mentioning that this might be a good time to get somebody somebody going because you have to really watch this in. Yeah, is what he said. Yeah. And uh, and they had nobody ready to go, and and it is what it is. So, um, I, I wanted to see him. I don't just, know what have, you're... just just you're you're going to have to get through some of these jams eventually. Maybe not that long long in the pitch count or that uh, late in the game, but it had that playoff like atmosphere and. Uh-huh. You saw it with Giolito, and Giolito's at a different point than Cease, but not too far. You know, Cease is, Cease is on his way, in my mind, uh, after the last few yeah. starts I've seen. And what Ricky has done with pitchers lately is he's been giving him the confidence. And I, yeah, to not have yeah. anybody up in the bullpen was a little alarming. Um, you know, I'm fine with Ricky leaving him in. I really am. Um, he made a bad pitch. You know, he hung one, and he, I think he's going to learn from something like that. Uh, you got to score more than one yeah. one run, but but give credit to Darvish. I mean, he was just, you know, he was lights out. I mean, he he hit every spot yeah. with a slider. I mean, he was nasty, and uh, I, I didn't expect that kind of outing from Darvish. Well, they they said it on. I, I was in the car earlier today, and I can't remember what I was listening to. Maybe it was six seventy on the on their post game or uh, pregame show, and. Uh, or maybe it was AM 1000. I can't remember one of the shows I was listening to uh, on my travels today. And they talked about, this is probably a really good spot for the Cubs just because you Darvish has got the best swing and miss stuff on, yeah, this, well, on the staff looked- of the Cubs. And you're going against a team yeah. that does a lot of swing and miss. So even with the home runs that we're putting up, I think we had nine yeah. strikeouts the other day, the other day and uh, a lot of strikeouts again today. So um, that's a, that's probably the best matchup. Um, that you can have. I mean, you wasn't hanging anything out there and he wasn't really, he went to the fastball. It seemed like early mm-hmm. and then went away from it mm-hmm. as the game went on and he mm-hmm. wasn't throwing fastballs. It's just like, we're, we're, uh, I'm going all my junk. Here's my junk. Yeah. No, it it? Was. yeah. And, uh, and we weren't able to, you know, do I so. tell you, you know, talking to Cub fans, uh, during the year and this year's this, you know, abbreviated year, you know, there's no confidence in the bullpen. And I haven't been paying too much attention. You know, I'll catch a couple highlights here and there. I'll read an article or a blurb about what happened with their bullpen in a game. But, boy, it was on display. When we got into their bullpen, even today, uh, Kimbrell looked shaky uh, at best. And when once he gets rattled, you know, it, the wheels come off. And that uh, Jeffers uh, fella, um, you know, he looked spotty, too. Uh, and you know, it's just we had a chance today. I mean, bases were loaded, Makata's up, yeah. and, and he was due. Uh, it just didn't go our way, but it was a one run game. And uh, once I was so glad to see Darvish leave, I kind of thought they were going to keep him in a little longer. Yeah, it was nice to see him part. Um, you're right again. I like I said, we were we were one 
timely hit away from winning this game today. So, um, you know, but sometimes you just got to tip your yeah. cap. That's baseball. And uh, we just we just couldn't execute today. And I, I it doesn't I, I really don't feel bad about losing this game. Yeah. You know, if we had just, you know, mailed sure. it in and it wasn't a sure. well-played game. And a lot of things to point out. Now, we did have a couple of errors today, and it was a little bit sloppy. Moncada, again, even even though the play at the plate was reversed, couldn't couldn't seem like he yeah. get the ball out of his yeah, glove it's again. Yeah. You know, he just, again, he just yeah. doesn't seem right. He yeah. doesn't seem fluid. And it's a good thing they have a, a day off tomorrow. I think that would mm-hmm. be good for him. Um, it would have been nice to see him be able to come through in the clutch. Yeah, but, he, um, he was quiet. Um, Anderson was pretty quiet this uh, this series as well. Um, you know, but compared to how hot he was, you know, if he right, he still got he, hits though. See, Nick. What, I mean, today wasn't the thing. It's like the bar was so it was hot, so high from the Detroit yeah. series, cooling off just a little. You think he's quiet? He really wasn't that quiet. But compared, yeah. I guess, to the most recent series. Um, yeah, the day off, you know, with a team that's so hot like the Sox right now, even though, you know, they lost today, you'd want to say, well, let's go. Next next team up, we're ready. This was an emotional series, whether they're going to admit it or not. Uh, without fans, still, uh, players know. They're, they're paying attention to social media. They're, they're paying attention to what people are writing and saying about them. And they know that this was an intense series, and they and they put it on display uh, Friday and Saturday night. I, I think, if anything, just emotionally having a day off is fine tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah I I agree. I'm not worried about stopping yeah. any kind of momentum. It, it's um, it's kind of like they just a, a reset for them. They get to you know take some time for themselves, maybe a little bit, and uh, recharge your battery. And, and then because you got to go and, and then you take a, another break this week, which yeah. is kind of weird in this kind of a season that we're, you know, so many Do you games, think those so were many built days, in breaks but... just in case there was a, you know, a COVID situation or, you know, uh, they needed to quickly make some, some time, some games. They had two built in days. Um, it's hard to say, Nick. I, I mean, I don't know. It maybe just the way the schedule fell. Maybe there was, it was, you know, so many days that they needed mm-hmm. to have and just kind of, you know, uh, played out that way that you have two yeah. off days, you know, in the same, in the same five day uh, mm-hmm. work week, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I don't know, but we, I, I mean, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. The only thing you worry about here over these next couple of days, playing the pirates and playing the Royals is maybe you got so hyped to play your crosstown rival you know, and then you just kind of like take a little bit of a breath and it's like, all right, it's the Pirates and the Royals. We should coast through. This. Right. You got to continue to keep the pedal down because you don't want to get caught with your pants down like you did in the doubleheader. Exactly. The, the and party. that's, uh, you know, after that doubleheader, that disaster, it has been nothing but business since. Um, yeah. uh, totally. Yeah. I mean, watching and consuming is enough uh, Sox baseball is uh, you and I have, and folks uh, listening to this have, they, they know that that sleep giant, yeah. uh, that team that plays possum on us that we take for granted. And we have done that, especially with Kansas city over the years and with Detroit when they were even worse than they are, they currently are. And then we lose a series and, and we're like, huh, we just beat, we just took the Cubs two out of three outscored him uh-huh. uh, beyond belief and we lost a series to Pittsburgh or we like 
yeah, you don't want that to happen. So that's why I, I do think Monday's a good reset. Just like, okay, just calm down. It's all good. It's all yeah. good. Um, yeah. We're in a good spot. 17 and 12. Uh, we're almost at the halfway point. We've played 29 games last year at this point. Sox were 14 and 15. Uh, so not a bad turnaround one year later, as yeah. promised. Um, yeah. A guy that, you know, I kind of don't want uh, to have a break is Abreu. Uh, he has been all worldly wow. uh, the last seven games, and especially in this Cubs series. Uh, currently, he's hitting 322 with 11 home runs and 28 RBIs. Last seven games, Pat, in the last seven games, he's been hitting 533, seven home <laughs> runs and 15 RBIs. Uh, he had his first three uh, home run game uh, on Saturday. Um, home runs in four straight at bats, which spanned Saturday into Sunday. Uh, he's been a monster. And uh, he, he had a quote uh, last night. You might have seen it uh, that was out there. Um, and he was just talking about how emotional he was after the game because of the things that people were saying, almost that he was washed up and, you know, that his best days were behind him. And it was just seemed like it was just pure motivation, and, uh, which is fascinating to me that someone can just turn the focus on the way that he, he's able to do and amp it up a bit. Yeah. And boy, those, and those were no doubters. Uh, the, the stuff he was yeah. doing, uh, again, the, the only run we had uh, today in the game, it was a first inning, I believe first inning, yeah, home run by Abreu. Um, he's been awesome. What can you say? The captain. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what, Nick, it reminded me of his first year yeah. with Sox. Oh, it came up, and, and it, what is his rookie year? Surprising everybody, yeah. Yeah, and and it was, at, at some point, it got to be where it was, you, you literally stopped what you mm-hmm. were doing. If you just had the game on the background and whatever you might have been doing with your day, for me, it's probably like running around after some kids or cooking <laughs> dinner, and it's like, okay, I got to stop what I'm doing. Uh, I don't care that the mac and cheese is boiling over. I have to watch yeah. this guy hit. Yeah. And uh, and that's what it felt like for yeah. me today. Because it's like, all right, look, well, I, I'm getting the game on. I'm I'm trying to prep the house for some company that was coming sure. over. And, oh, you know what? I got I to gotta stop what I'm doing. I, I guess Abreu is just like on fire. And I got to stop and watch what he does. And sure enough, he deposits <laughs> another one in the, into the left field bleachers. Yeah. And it was – he – he is and Darvish's, you know, his reaction to it was yeah. priceless with the yeah. smile and the it's like and he's thinking to himself, what do I gotta yeah. throw to this guy? What, what we just forget it. What are we even throwing this guy for? Yeah. So the cool thing, uh, uh, the very, cool thing about that is I feel like there are different players that are, are owning different series, if that makes sense. And it was uh, yeah. Anderson in the, tr- the Detroit series, which was can't miss. You could not miss one of his at-bats. He was doing something amazing. And uh, and Robert's been there earlier this season. Robert kind of was there this series, to be honest with you. I mean, um, home runs in, uh, in Friday and Saturday. I just pitches that. He took mistakes, and he just launched him. But uh, this was a brave s- a series, and I feel like finally – Finally, he has protection around him in a lineup. The weight is all not on his shoulders. He has seen where this team was in 2014. 
where they were in 2016 and this the 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 difficulties in 17 and 18 and that, and, and he's you just could tell he's enjoying himself right now yeah yeah and, and it's it's great to see and very happy for him and um you know and i think even we were starting to question some of his abilities you know even as as recently as the last maybe on um, that last episode, but the episode Absolutely. before I, that, I, I, I will be honest with that. I mean, he was hitting two something, and yeah. uh, you know, a very slow start to this to the season. And I always thought the excuse he used to say in April and May it was just too cold. You know, I, I it takes me a while to warm up. I warm up with the weather. Well, it was scorching hot here in the yeah. dog days already. Uh, but you know, again, the body might not recognize that. You know, the body doesn't quite know that, hey, we just started playing. I'm not quite in midseason. And it's difficult to rearrange your, your inner clock, I guess, with a 60-game schedule. But he's, he has figured it out. He has rearranged it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, player of the week, I'm sure, um, you know, it, it, it's awesome to just see a guy like that who's been around for so long, a Sox favorite. I, I can get into all the stuff, the, the love for Abreu, uh especially for there is this there is a fan base that was questioning why are we bringing him back and and sure the number of years in the contract i understand the question but uh whether you're into numbers hanging up in the rafters or retired numbers in the ballpark his number will be retired uh he is done Hmm. i guarantee that i that's uh that's a that's a topic for I'll, i'll tell you what Mark that down as a topic for a uh, offseason. Sure, uh, we could talk about numbers that might be considered for retirement. He, he, number seventy nine will hang up there. Uh, Let's we'll we'll sure. revisit that. That's a tease. That's a, that's long, a long. That's a long term tease. tease right there. Um, all right, let's talk about a couple other players, some picks to click that we had uh, last time we spoke on Thursday. You had uh, Eloy, right? You were you were gonna ride the Eloy train. Yes. Yeah. Um, Yep. He uh, defensively no injuries. Um, he there was a uh, there was a moment Saturday when we were watching the game where he was headed towards the wall and he kind of put the brakes on and the ball creamed uh, in the in the corner. It was just a bad bounce off that brick wall, and it. Uh, but you know what? I'm glad he didn't go face first into that wall and, and crack his face. And uh, it, it probably it wasn't very graceful, but. He did, he stayed out of injury. Um, he, there was another one today that he tracked down and, and it took him all the way to the wall. And he ended up kind of get going into the wall, not, not uh, forcefully, but all right. So that, no, I, I don't think there were a lot of problems in, in the outfield. So we'll say that that went well. Uh, offensively, uh, five for 13 in the series with a home run. Uh, so he's continuing that, that mashing of his former team. Yeah, and it's the amazing part is, and I know we're going to talk about yeah, your picture sure. for the series. Those two guys got overshadowed. Yeah, they did. I mean, Absolutely. which is amazing. Absolutely. A brand and, new uh, wants to pick the play. And, That's the guy you want. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and um, Eloy for me because he was my guy. It how sweet would it have been if you know when he was had the opportunity mm-hmm. sure. came through. Um to be the the hero today like benetti who said last time he's your hero tonight yeah yeah. um and and he wasn't able to do that cease would have had a great game pitch 
and Eloy, you know, just finishing off the sweep. It would have been very uh, a very uh, nice way to end the story for the weekend, but it wasn't meant to be. But he had a great weekend. His presence was felt, and, uh, and that's for yeah. sure. And the guy just continues to be able to put the ball and rake and have power to all fields. He and, missed another uh, home run my on God. Saturday, uh, double off the wall. I mean, to center, to yeah. dead center. Uh, which which he was upset about. It looked about like he golfed it, like it, five inches yeah. off the ground. And just, uh, it didn't look like he was in a good, you know, power stroke. I mean, he was kind of hunched over and and but he is strong and uh he is effortless yeah yes and if it was me again we we watched as very very young at the time uh Sox fans watch across town sammy sosa mm-hmm. jumping all sure. over the place hitting 600 yeah. plus home runs and that uh that dogged us for yeah. a long time until we you know found out what a cheer he was um you know, I I can't even imagine right now looking across town and you see this guy that you could have the charisma, the the energy, and and the the pure uh, power that the guy has in his bat. And I know that you're going to say, well, we've got swore bombs, but you know, I'll take Eloy uh, every day of the week and yeah, ten times yeah. on Sunday. Over yeah, he's, I mean, he's twenty three. Uh, he he clearly brings a joy. Again, we've said it before. He reminds me a lot of uh, when Ken Griffey Jr. first came up. The backwards mm-hmm. hat, which was a, a like a faux pas with all these old sajis in the MLB still at that time. Like, who's this kid with the backwards hat, smiling and having fun? You know, doesn't he know that this is this game's difficult? And it. By the way, why are there so many people like that still left in baseball? I, you know. I, you know why are you know well we'll, you well know, I mean we could have we, we could talk we could have another episode about uh, Fernando yeah, Tatis. I mean, um, <laughs> that's yeah, for another I, day when we're maybe at rain delay theater. But you know why not have a little fun with the game? It, it's a game yeah. after all. And, and right now, the fact that we're even able to, to for them to play to see baseball, man, and there's more. There's more that goes into it, but let him be him and. Uh, I, I hope the Sox don't put any constraints on him because um, he, he is just a joy to watch. Uh, yeah. The only restraint should be well, like they draw a yeah. circle around him in left field and say, you can't leave this yeah. circle. If, if there's anything hit, uh, Robert will get it or it's over the wall and you just get it's it. Not, he needs one of those like little like uh, earbuds um, that has a beeping noise. Like when you're backing up, like these, all these vehicles now, when there's anything around you uh, that you're going to run into a mailbox or a human or something, there's this beeping and he kind of needs a little beeping as he's wandering around in there on fly balls just to <laughs> let him know that he should pause uh, or potentially let that one go. Uh, I like that or the, like the, the, uh, the human style, like child leash that they have, sure. you know, like the, it's like, like a tether, you, know, you bunch just of tethers. keep them on. Yeah. 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 They're like leashes sure. for kids and just strap yeah. that on him and go, Hey, you're way too close. To and I think you're lost. I'm all back that because he's, he's apparently been the guy that's like working with, <laughs> so he should have to hold on to that rope, that tether. Well, that's good. He should have something. To <laughs> give do. him a job. Give him a, let him uh, earn his money there. Uh, give him another. 
Yeah. Uh, my guy, uh, Robert, um, he was two for 11 in the series, uh, but it was the two that were really, really pretty amazing. Uh, he set the tone in both games, Friday and Saturday, taking mistake pitches mm-hmm. and just missiles, just missiles yeah. out of the ballpark. And the bat speed, uh, he, what he did with Lester's mistake was just awesome to see. And, and we had a feeling we were going to beat up on Lester you know, as, as right-handed hitters, which was still great. We still have to do it. Even though you feel like it's going to happen, you still had to do it. And it was great to see that. Uh, and then against Hendricks, of course, on, on, on Saturday, both those home runs just – I felt like it was uh, – to have him, of all people, do that and start and set the tone really shows you what the 2020 Sox are all about, if you, if you follow me there. Yeah, and and the, for him to do that again, two for eleven, nothing no. you're gonna like be all that excited about. But you'll remember that is he's coming off a not a big hand injury, but uh, an injury enough that it had kept him right. out of the lineup. And for a hitter, if your hands aren't where they need to be, I mean that's just as important yeah. as anything else. Yeah. So, um, and, and he, he didn't. You know, have any cheapies? No, no, that's for sure. I, I guess I'm in, I'm most impressed with the the one he hit off of Hendricks, because it was an outside, it was up and away, and he was able to get the bat mm, around the it and yeah. have the bat speed to drive it into yeah. left center. You know, uh, if he's if he's not feeling right, that's probably a pop up to right field. Yeah, yeah. And and he got the head of the bat around it to drive it to left center and drive it out of the ballpark. I mean, that's a, that's a strong man with a quick bat. When you can capitalize on a pitcher's mistake, and you know you're not going to get a lot of mistakes from Hendricks, um, but there are mistakes. Every pitcher, no matter how good you are, will throw mistakes. You just don't realize they're mistakes because hitters sometimes just can't capitalize on the mistake, you know, to really uh, yeah. put a spotlight on them. And we did that mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday. And Robert hit mistakes and made them pay. And that, that's the difference yep. in this lineup this year. Uh, yep. So uh, a guy that we've been continuing to kind of track and uh, nobody has ownership of this, uh, uh, this guy. This wasn't a pick to click or anything, but uh, Mazzara, you got to still kind of watch out on this guy. Uh, did not play on Friday, uh, but it was four for eight in the series, Pat. Uh, had two hits on Saturday and two hits today, but no RBIs in the series. I don't know what kind – like how how does someone need to pitch to him for him to drive the ball? Because I have not seen it. You know, I feel like he was brought into the organization. Yeah, you know, He only had 20-something home runs last year for the Rangers, but he's young. And when he finds that lefty power, we're all led to believe like it could be 35, maybe 40 home runs. I don't know if we'll ever see 40. I'm thinking more like 35 from him in the future, if he can find it. But his hits are like these accidental cue shots down the third baseline <laughs> with the shift on. They're these bouncers. Like, I mean, they're hits. They're going to go down his line shots in the box score, but you know, well, I mean, it's not what we brought him over here for, obviously. No, you'd like to see, you'd like to see more. There's no doubt about it. Um, and it's a little bit maddening just because 
there's been opportunities for him to drive the ball. Yes. I feel like, you know, again, we're watching on TV and, and sometimes you watch on TV. You're obviously you're not privy to the, uh, you know, you get the miles per hour yeah. on the, on the screen, but you, you don't, you, you, I mean, you and I don't really know what, if you're watching it, what, what uh, the difference between 95 and 90 is. Yeah. You know, they yeah, look, they look hittable on, on TV, but, you know, it's, it's hard for me to, I can't pass judgment, but he's had, it looks like he's had pitches to drive. He's just not doing it. Um, I, I'm not going to pretend I know anything about a, enough about a swing to figure out what he's doing wrong. Maybe it's just continuous reps. Maybe he just needs more reps. And we, we talked about last time we, he can hide, kind of be hidden in the lineup. He doesn't have to try and do too much and just try and find yourself and, and the team will carry you. But, you know, there's there's been enough times now that that he's come up there in situations where he could have been a contributor. Yeah, I, I hope when the you know, when the bell rings, uh, when it's his turn, because it's going to be his turn one of these days, you know, by by watching this offense, you know, yeah, sometimes Robert Alloy and uh, Anderson are all hot one day. And, and obviously, Abreu just went crazy this series. But there, there might be some cold patches again, like we saw at the beginning of this season. And that's when we need guys like Mazzara to, to get on a three to four, five game hot streak, you know, where he's driving and runs in critical situations and getting the key hits. He's nowhere near that right now. We're not going to count on him for that uh, at this time. But I don't know. He's got over, what, 1,500 at-bats in his career maybe? I, that's, I mean, yeah. I feel like he's – stayed with the American league. Um, you know, we're, we're both you and I, I, I'm not asking you for answers and I, I know you don't have them. I don't have them. And I don't think anybody does. If you follow social media, Sox, Twitter or anything, I think that's the number one question constantly being asked is why is this guy continuing to play? Yeah. I mean, it, at what point, how much further does it need to go? Cause again, it's a short season. You don't in a, in a regular year, maybe you just kind of st- you just kind of weather the storm longer, but can you continue to weather the yeah. storm? I don't know. I, I, I don't know that. I don't know that Adam angle makes to me makes a little bit more sense playing him five out of every seven games. Yeah. yeah right it, 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 I, I don't know. Engel seems to be swinging a hotter bat this season. We don't have the luxury right now for guys to try and work right. exactly. That's what yeah, we. Right I now, mean, that's over. what we've been talking about. You know, especially going back to that uh, St. Louis debacle, and, and even before that, uh, when they were a little under 500, 500, just hot, cold. You know that that was the frustrating part. This isn't a marathon. Um, we know you guys are going to be good. It's, it's got to start happening now. Yeah, and I feel like Angle is at least going to give me a professional yeah. at bat. I mean, I feel like Angle, you're not going to, you know, turn your head and look back and it's going to be 0-2 right off the, you know. Yeah, right I mean, there. you throw, it's like, right now you throw Mazzara a, a breaking, uh, like a, a slider, a cutter inside and low. I mean, he's going to miss it by six to seven inches. He's going to swing over it. I mean, there's, he's just got no chance. And... Uh, and, yep. and that's where they're attacking him. And, and that's where Darvish, that was his bread and butter today. Yep. Yep. And, and good on them. I mean, the, the, the oh, book's out there. Absolutely. Right now. No absolutely. doubt about it. 
you, and you get them down there the first couple pitches, then you go up and away in the third one. And it's like, well, there's no way now, you know, that he's going to be able to catch up to a fastball in the upper part away. You can just, <clears throat> you can just bank it. It ain't going to yeah, happen. Yeah. I, I mean, again, you, you hate to see a guy that, is really trying and just scuffling and wants to contribute to this team and sees what's going on. And, you know, hopefully he can continue to somewhat contribute in the outfield. Um, he's not going to win a gold glove anytime soon, but just be serviceable. Um, yeah. I, I, I thought maybe today when we needed a run, he was going to come through with his first home run in a Sox uni, but maybe he's saving it for a, uh, a, a different occasion. And, and you know what, Nick, maybe, and I haven't looked at who the Pirates or the potentially the Royals are going to be running out against us and uh, yeah. what kind of pitchers we're going to be facing. I'm going to just assume because the Pirates are the Pirates and the and the Royals are the Royals right now that they're not going to be, you know, throwing out some, you know, stud pitchers at us. So maybe it's like, okay, you, you get to little feast Great. on some guys and get your yeah. swing right and get your head yeah. right. And gets your confidence going. Maybe it's it's a you know a five game stretch like this that can get a guy like yeah. that going. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, uh, you know we will we will ride some of the hot hands and also uh, rely on our pitching. Uh, I thought the bullpen was uh, rock solid this past weekend, um, and uh, Saturday was really interesting. Uh, but let's start with Friday. Uh, Keiko gave you eight innings, one earned run, one walk. I mean, can you ask for anything better? Um, that dude just did exactly what he does, and he's been having a hell of a year, and it continued on Friday. And that set the tone, really, for the weekend. Uh, Lopez was the head scratcher getting the start on Saturday. He gave you three and a third, two earned runs, four strikeouts, two walks. He hit Contreras, and he just didn't look the same after that. Um, and, uh, you know, first, first start back after his, uh, arm injury, um, better. I thought it could have been a dumpster fire. At least he got out of the first unscathed and okay. He gave us three and a third choppy, but Gio Gonzalez coming in was, was really nice. Uh, razor sharp, man, three and uh, two thirds, zero earned runs. And he ended up getting the first, he get he ended up getting the win. That's his first win in a Sox uniform. Yeah, and I what I liked about about Gio is when when Ricky came out to get him, he had the he had the cojones to tell him, I, I ain't coming out of this game. I want this next guy I can get out of this. And he yeah. was able to. I mean, it, it was a little bit of a, a mm-hmm. hard bumper, you know, thinking that uh, it looked pretty bad off the bat. But um, you know, I I liked what I saw out of him. He pitched really well. I mean, the pitching overall has been fantastic. Colme in his save uh, non save situation that he came in, you know, put, uh, you know, was yeah, a little, little bit yeah. of a, you know, it gave you some anxiety as you know what that's, but that's him. I feel like for me, every time I watch, isn't him, that I the trademark of a good closer though? You there, there be a little bit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, I'd like to not have that. I'd like to just be able to turn the TV off and go to bed and think, Everything I could never right. do that though, ever, ever. I could never, even if it was a, it was a sh- uh, shut the door closer. Uh, I would, I, I'd have to watch it. There's no way. I, you know what? If it was, if we had a Mariano Rivera in, in our, in his prime, 
the Sandman's coming in. He could put me to sleep. I, I you know, I don't need to see this. I mean, even, it's going to be cutters in James every day. Sometimes and then Thigpen and Roberto Hernandez. I'm talking about guys that All aren't right. on our team. If we had, you like, didn't want to go into the history. Team. You didn't want to go into the uh, history books with me there. All right. Well, Bobby Thigpen, I mean, it was fantastic. I think he, he does. He still what? Fifty-seven saves in in a year was at one point yeah. a record, if I'm not mistaken. So. You know, Bobby Thigpen had a fantastic, like, one-year, one-hit wonder, I would say. Bobby Jenks was a little bit more drawn out, and uh, and, and what he did was fantastic. But, you know, he had his, you know, struggles, as all relievers yeah. do. No, but, you know, Colome, um just had an amazing year last year, and, you know, the, the lifespan of a reliever is very short these days. And I thought there was going to be a bit of a drop off, but there hasn't been in, in a way that has been super noticeable. He's been made, he's made you sweat, but uh, yeah. I, I'm still very confident in him. You know, he seems to still get the job done at the end of the day. He gets the job done. Yep. And that's all you can ask for. So again, it, I, I, I just never really like bringing guys in uh, closers sure. in non-safe yeah, yeah. situations. A lot of his because they usually do exactly what yeah. Colme did. You got a couple guys on, a run yeah. scores, and it's it's a little bit dicier than you would like, and and sometimes it's a worse situation. Yeah. So uh, bullpen's been rock solid. The starters have been a pleasant surprise because that was really the Achilles' heel you felt like coming into the year. Not you know, and it's still kind of you know a, a mix and match situation for Ricky. You know, after the first three yeah. guys go. But um, you know, I'll take I'll take what I got out of Ronaldo Lopez the other day. If if we can build on that, well, you know, get you it, might, get him stretched uh, out to more than three and a third or whatever. You he might went, see but... Lopez uh, Gonzalez is a kind of a new tandem. You know, the next the next time around, that that might be a thing. Wow, like a like a like what what wrestling duo would that be, Nick? If, if you're talking about a tag team match, yeah. a tag team duo here. Are we talking? Okay, I'll give you. I'll go the, way uh, back into the old. I'll go. This is this is the one I will call it. Strike Force. This is Tito Santana and Rick the Model Martel. So it's not I'm the going, demolition duo or whatever. No, I'm going. I'm going uh, 80s on you. No, that, that's who was uh, Earthquake Natural Disasters. And yeah, they're not no. those. Bobby James could have been part of that and. Bobby Jenkson, like a uh, Eric Kanye yeah. or something, or well, now or, you're talking or like a Powers, David Wells, uh, Big Boss Man, and Akeem, the African. Yes. Team. Okay. Yes. So I think you and I have anyway. interested maybe a '80s, '90s WWF podcast <laughs> spinoff of this, uh, which I'm all for. I didn't know that they there was such a thing as spinoff. Yeah, podcasts, we can so. somehow spin off from this into a wrestling podcast. We can. Talk about it. And it's the same sure. host. Like usually, it's different people on a spinoff, but we'll just be it's right. Just the got, content so. is spun off. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, understood. Um, yeah, no, that's a fun game Good. to play, though. Um, especially when you start talking like battle royales and all that. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, yeah. Moving forward, this team has got such an upside, and even though. Uh, we lost uh, today. You win two out of three, and the way we won it uh, the, with with our the guys we want to put on display, 
and with the arms and who we beat and Lester and Hendricks, I'm all for it. Uh, couldn't be any more happier, really. And in reality, yes, a sweep would have been nice, but you know, it's so hard to sweep a team and, and the Cubs are still a good team. I mean, they look a little washed up to be honest with you. They looked a little lifeless. They look definitely on their, on the far back nine. Well, I mean, this is, I mean, this has been nothing new for that team. I mean, even today, even with the win, they scored two runs. I mean, they've had offensive troubles, you know, going back to, you know, two years yeah. ago when, when Theo said the offensive was, the offense was broke. It still doesn't look to be all that fixed. It's not fixed. Yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, I just wasn't impressed. And, and, you know, with Brian out and Rizzo was uh, non-existent, um, we just went to work. And I still thought Lester could have given us problems, but I, I thought our righties were going to give him trouble. Hendricks was the guy I was worried about on Saturday, but I thought there was an advantage that we saw Hendricks uh, kind of in that um, summer camp tune-up, that preseason game, uh, right before the, the season started. And we looked a little confused against Hendricks. And I thought that was beneficial yeah, that I, we saw him in that game coming into this. Yeah. It, it, and I think sometimes it can be deceiving of, you know, okay, well, well, we only scored three runs off of Hendricks. It wasn't like we pounded him. But we made him work, and we got him yes. out of the ball game. Yeah. So – you know, it could have been like today where you had Darvish go late into the ball game. He really didn't muster up too much. The pitch count, you know, we never were able to get that pitch count up to where it needed to be for mm-hmm. us to get into that bullpen earlier. So the fact that we we're able to get Hendricks out of the game and work him a little bit more, that's that to me is is feeling good yeah. against the pitcher. Um, Sox off tomorrow on Monday, uh, a two game series uh, here in Chicago against uh, the Pirates. Uh, you got Giolito and Keuchel going, which is uh, great, uh, and then an off day, and then Kansas City. Uh, Pirates are ten games under, but again, you don't want to take them lightly. Uh, somebody to look forward to. This week, Pat, in your mind, offensively, that might might either continue to stay hot or, or might be a, a guy to get going. Well, I'd like to see. I'd like to see with the day off tomorrow, Mankata get his swing back a little bit. He looked, you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit sluggish. Mm-hmm. I guess you would say at the plate. And uh, I know he's obviously better than that when when healthy, and he's. He's fighting through it, and God bless him for, for trying to get himself right and get him out on the field and play. So I'll go with Moncada getting right this week against uh, the uh, some weaker opponents. I think I'm going to ride the hot hand. I'm, I'm going to say that Abreu is going to continue this. This wasn't just a um, you know weekend series, and it wasn't just because it was against the Cubs. I think he's going to continue this for a few more days and, and ride this. Uh, well into the weekend. Um, I know that's the easy way out, but I, I don't think this is a uh, just one and done series for this guy. I think he's back. Okay. I, I, hey, God bless you, brother. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll ride it with you. All right. I, I think we're going to start saying our goodbyes, Pat. Always a pleasure, sir, um, to talk socks with you. And, and you know, I mentioned this on, on Twitter yesterday. Enjoy this, socks fans. I mean, really enjoy this. Go back to work on Monday in any, in any way that is, remotely or in person, or and really give it to those Cub fans, those those coworkers, those friends of yours, those family. Because I, Pat, correct me if I'm wrong, but 
I don't remember a, a, a time a Cubs sack series, you know, it's been a while where the, the sacks did damage the way they did in those two games, Friday and Saturday. It has been quite yeah. some time. And, you know, the, uh, the, it's always when our team does well, it's the Cubs fans that say, well, it's not that important. Sure. Oh, yeah. It's not that big a deal. Where have you been for the last yeah. four years? Or why don't you We're do here. something? We're why don't here you win? And you yeah. talk because we punched yeah. you in the mouth. And that blood that was dripping down yeah. your chin that tasted like iron, that was real. Um, and, yeah. that, and that's coming more. And, you know, what? we're done with you now. We're now on to some, some bigger business because we got the twins on the horizon and we're going to punch them. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I mean, there was talk about who was this series more important for the the uh, Cubs or the Sox, and it was always, well, it's more important for the Sox because of X, Y, and Z. And in my opinion, they're important for every every ball game, regardless of the opponent right now is important just because there's only 60 games yeah. in the season, and we're halfway yeah. through. So we yeah. got about 30 yeah. games left. So they're yes. all important. They are. And that's why I'm saying just, hey, kick the Cubs to the curb now. That series is won. On, on to against Pittsburgh. Let's go. Yep. You, you sound like Bill Belichick. Yeah. Uh, all right, sir. Uh, good to talk with you. Uh, folks, uh, thank you so much for tuning in once again to Good Guys Talk Back. This is a fan-centric blue-collar Chicago White Sox podcast. Find us on Twitter at TB. And you can find us uh, on Facebook, on our Facebook page, Good Guys Talk Back. Always subscribe. And uh, if you enjoyed the content, which we wish you did, please give us a, a rating. It helps other Sox fans find this podcast. For Pat Hester, I'm Nick Morowski. Till next time, go Sox!